Welcome to the Gridiron Goodies Podcast. I am your host, as always, Stephen Scott. On today's episode, I will recap the game from last night, I'll hold myself accountable as we do a little bet busting, and then I'll wrap up by checking in on the results of my fantasy football advice. All coming up on this week's Thursday Night Recap. We got lucky with the matchup last night. All signs were pointing to a boring one-sided affair. Instead, we got a back-and-forth score fest until the final whistle. I told you in the preview, this could be closer than most people expected, and that's exactly what we got. As the visiting Seahawks fell just short to the Cowboys at home, 35-41, to dropping to 6-6 six six on the year as Dallas rises to 9-3. Geno Smith played an awesome game behind a line that played just as well, if not better, allowing zero sacks against a Micah Parsons-led pass rush unit that was on fire coming into this game. It looked rough at times, and Geno had to scramble quite a bit, but ultimately, they got the job done. Geno threw for close to 350 yards, tossed three touchdowns, and ran one in for himself. He did throw an interception to Deron Bland, but it wasn't a bad throw on Geno's part. It was more of a great job undercutting the route by Bland. However, Duran almost had another pick at the end of the game that was totally on Geno. He threw out of a sack and just ducked one towards the sideline right to him, potentially missing out on yet another pick six. He was able to connect with DK Metcalf, who had an absolutely insane game. He had six catches for 134 yards and scored all three passing touchdowns. The secondary receivers all had a decent night as well, hovering around 50 yards with JSN leading the way in catches with seven. The passing game was very effective and owes its success to the running game they established early and often. Zach Charbonnet did a great job in his third game filling in for Kenneth Walker. He had 60 yards on 19 carries on the ground, but also made an impact through the air with one reception going for 39 yards bringing his all-purpose yardage total over 100. That's two good games out of three. This guy is starting to look like a valid and reliable starter whenever called upon. Their offense did a great job moving the ball and scoring when possible, but ultimately they just couldn't keep up with the high-powered offense of the Cowboys. Dak Prescott played an almost perfect game, throwing for close to 300 yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions. His line, on the other hand, had its struggles. I highlighted Terrence Steele as a potential weakness in the preview episode, and Pete Carroll noticed this also. The Seahawks attacked that right side often and used it to get to Dak a total of four times. Almost five if Dak didn't manage to wiggle out of a sure sack by Daryl Taylor, which would have been his second on the night. When the line was able to buy time, Prescott was able to connect with C.D. Lamb a total of 12 times for 116 yards and one of the three passing touchdowns, the other two going to Brandon Cooks and Jake Ferguson, who both had good games. Tony Pollard was heavily involved in this offense as well and had 20 carries for 68 yards and plowed one in for a touchdown. I think he's starting to hit his stride at a perfect time for this team. He definitely makes this offense more balanced and unpredictable. Let's see if they can continue this success against the bullies around the block next week. And with that said, let's go ahead and take a quick break right here. Welcome back. 
Now, I'll hold myself and the nonsense I spout accountable in today's bet busting. Here are the results of my straight five bets. First, I had Zach Charbonnet to score, and he did. I then took Jake Ferguson to score, and he sure did. Next, I had DK Metcalf to score, and he did. Not just once, but three times. Then, I had Rico Dowdle to score, and sadly, he did not. Lastly, for my long shot bet, I had Deron Bland to have two interceptions. He got one, and almost had a second at the end, but ultimately, he did not. I had a really good day and went 3 for 5 here. Next for my parlay, since I crush on Thursday night games, I decided to try a 5 leg parlay. And spoiler alert, we crushed this one too. For my first leg, I had Brandon Cooks over 25 yards receiving, which he did hit with 45. Next leg, I had Jake Ferguson over 25 yards receiving, which he smashed with 77. The third leg had Zach Charbonnet over 40 yards rushing, which he did hit with 60. Next leg, I went with DK Metcalf over 4 receptions, which he did hit with 6. The last leg had Brandon Cooks over 3 receptions, which he also hit with 4. We nailed all 5 legs and made a very decent profit. If you combine the parlay and the straight 5 bets, I guessed a total of 10 things to happen and got eight of them correct. I did so well that the only direction to go now is down. So I'm not sure if I'll continue with this whole five-leg parlay thing. Odds are I'm going to lose the next one now. But if you don't try, you can't win. So I'm not sure what we'll do for the next week. We may just return to the three-leg parlays. Either way, hopefully you guys are playing along at home. Next, let's check in on the results of my fantasy football advice. My sleeper picks for last night's game were the following. First, I had Zach Charbonnet, who scored 16.9 fantasy points. Second, I had JSN, who scored 13.2. Next, I had Jake Ferguson, who scored 19.7 fantasy points. Fourth, I had Brandon Cooks, who scored 16.5. And lastly, I had Rico Dowdle, who only scored 3.2 fantasy points. I went 4 for 5 here. Not a bad day at all on the betting front and the fantasy front. You are welcome. Overall, this game was a lot more entertaining than most people expected coming into it, and it definitely did not lead to an early bedtime. This is where I'll leave you for today, but I will return tomorrow, Saturday, to preview the remaining games on the week 13 slate. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time.